I think one of my best things that I I can give to others is is being a listener. I like being a listener and I like to think I'm quite an empathetic and compassionate person as well. So I think, yeah, being a listener has always been something that has been important to me. And particularly if someone's in a difficult, having a different time, it's um, always been important to me to be able to be there for other people and and to listen to them and, and maybe share some of their burdens. Hello, listener. My name is V, the voice of Pod, and I am the host of Podcaster. Podcaster is a show where I ask podcast creators a number of random questions. Then they give spontaneous, open and honest answers about life and the podcast they have created. Hello, podcaster. Hello. Please introduce yourself and your podcast to our listeners. Well, my name is Giles Paley Phillips and I co-host and produce the podcast Blank Podcast alongside my good friend and comedian, Jim Daly. Thank you for joining us, Giles. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for asking. I don't often get asked these days because I've been indoors so much, but uh, yeah, thanks. I'm very well. Are you ready? I am. Great. Let's begin. Why did you decide to start your podcast? Well, that's an interesting question because, and it's one I've talked about many times. The idea of the podcast came about really because um, my main gig in life is being a writer. And I was going through a bit of a downturn in creativity and um, finding it difficult. I think I was working on a book and having a bit of writer's block. And I got talking to my good friend, Jim. We're both Crystal Palace supporters and uh, he does a Crystal Palace podcast. So we were talking about, you know, the possibilities of doing podcasts. And I said, well, wouldn't it be great if we, you and I could talk to some other sort of like-minded people, other creatives, um, and find out if they have these moments? Because Jim was also going for a bit of a blank or block with regards to doing stand-up comedy and uh, was finding it difficult to get back on stage. So we had this sort of rapport and we had this thing in common. And yeah, we just thought it'd be nice to talk to some other successful um, creatives um, about their work and um, maybe they could offer us a bit of advice about how to get through those moments that help us along the way. What do you hope people will learn from listening to your podcast? Well, what's been interesting about doing the podcast really is that obviously as I've said the creative process was the thing that we were sort of thinking about at the beginning and how we get through difficult moments in creativity but what has transpired as we've worked on the podcast over the last two and a half years is that actually blank or the concept of blankness uh, means different things to different people. So now we have people talking about imposter syndrome, public failure, social anxiety, grief, sleep deprivation, um, and obviously creativity and, and, and the difficulties of getting through creative blanks. Um, so what we, we really hope that people can take on board some of the advice that our brilliant guests give us and, uh, you know, for Jim and I, as hosts of the podcast, it really is our kind of therapy session every week. So I'm hoping that, you know, some of the listeners will equally get that kind of feel and um, feel that, they, you know, that they've um, they've grown a little bit from listening to us talking to these wonderful and inspiring people. When did you last feel guilty? Hmm. I'm constantly feeling guilty. It's a... Um... <laughs> Yeah, as I'm a, I'm a parent of two young children, so guilt is quite a heavy burden to bear, particularly when you have children, because you're always constantly worried about if you're doing things right. But yeah, I, I, 
I have a terrible kind of amount of guilt about much everything I do. And um, I'm a terrible one for overanalyzing. And uh, one thing that I do, and it's something that actually happens a lot when I'm doing the podcast, as afterwards I do, I have always have a kind of a post-match analysis in my head about things I could have said differently or things I didn't say. And so, yeah, that's always a constant thing. So uh, I don't know if this answers your question, but yeah, I would say that guilt is a constant presence in my life. How long do you think you would survive alone in the wild? <laughs> not very long. I'm not a very practical person, as my wife would probably be able to uh, <laughs> tell you. Um, no, I probably last hours. I'd be like um, in that scene in the Inbetweeners in the second film where they're in Australia and they basically um, the four guys uh, have become like that they're starving and uh, they're like. <laughs> They feel like they're going to um, die at any moment. And it transpires that um, they've only been lost for about two hours. So I think I'd probably be quite like that um, in the wild. I think I'd probably get eaten by a bear quite swiftly or, yeah, pecked apart by um, insects or something. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'd last very long. Salad or chips? Hmm. Salad or chips. I like both quite a lot. Um, I'm going to say salad because I'm trying to be super healthy at the moment and I'm doing a lot of exercise to get a bit in trim. So I'm going to say salad. What was the first podcast you ever listened to? Well, the first podcast I ever listened to, and, and actually it was the thing that made me want to do a podcast, was about probably around sort of the early noughties was the Ricky Gervais podcast. Uh, I think it was, you know, sort of a bit ahead of its time in some some respects i think ipods have started to emerge onto the market and this new way of broadcasting had appeared and the, the ricky gervais show with him and Stephen merchant and carl pilgrim was you know they, they kind of cornered the market for comedy podcasting and it was uh, it was a brilliant show and um, very hilarious and i remember like trying to record some stuff with a mate um around the same time thinking oh i could do something like this um as a way of getting into into that field but um, nothing ever transpired from it so uh but then like 12 12 years later i decided to have the idea of my own podcast so yeah i would say the ricky Gervais show is definitely the first one do villains have more fun than heroes no definitely not villains are deeply troubled human beings i think um so it might appear on the outset that they are kind of uh hedonistic and tearing the place up and anarchists and they are to a certain extent but i think generally speaking villains have very troubled existences so i would say heroes have much more fun do you have any recurring dreams if so what do you think they mean uh i pop they're probably like the standard ones that a lot of people have i, I often have dreams about being at the dentist and having my teeth removed i have had a few teeth out um so i wonder if it's just a fear of mine and i think that's something to do with money i think i'm sure i read somewhere and i would say as a freelancer money is always a constant concern and then the other one is probably like falling which i think again is a is a very kind of common dream um but they would say they were the two that i have the most often what is your best personality trait well and again it goes back to the podcasting i think i i think one of my best things that i I can give to others is is being a listener. I like being a listener and I like to think I'm quite an empathetic and compassionate person as well. So I think, yeah, being a listener has always been something that's been important to me. And 
and particularly if someone's in a difficult having a different time it's um it's always been important to me to be able to be there for other people and and to listen to them and and maybe share some of their burdens reality or fiction well as a writer i sort of deal in fiction most of the time or although however i have written a non-fiction book recently so fiction does interest me a lot and say to being a podcaster i'm i'm listening to real life stories um every week and that's a that's a beautiful thing but if i had to choose between the two i i think from a, from a creative point of view i think fictions it has endless possibilities and it's always very exciting if you could start your podcast again what would you do differently i honestly think i wouldn't do anything differently um i think we've learned along the way i mean i had no experience of podcasting had no experience of broadcasting or being a broadcaster had no real experience of producing a show and i had some kind of background in in editing and stuff so from being in a band years ago and sort of watching more skilled engine sound engineers and stuff doing it so i had a sort of a little bit of uh experience with that but i certainly didn't know anything about putting a podcast together and i really enjoyed the journey of learning that um so you know we along the way we've probably done things that we do differently i guess but actually i think that's part of the journey and i think it would spoil it to go back and try again and do it in a different way so no i wouldn't change anything what song gets you on the dance floor Oh, well, anything sort of heavy rock sort of stuff, really. I'm a bit of a rocker. Uh, that's my kind of bag, really. But uh, I'm I'm partial to a bit of, you know, kind of disco music generally, I guess. I mean, I'm a bit eclectic. I like most things. But if there was one song, there's this, uh, probably this song, which I we have played at our wedding, at our wedding disco, is probably Rock the Casbah by The Clash. That would get me on the dance floor for sure. How do you react to criticism? I used to be very bad at taking it on board and uh, get very upset about it. But uh, these days, I'm, I don't know if maybe it's age or, or wisdom. I try and take it on the chin a little bit more, you know, because generally speaking, you're going to always get criticised something and you're not always going to please everybody. It's very difficult to do that. Um, it's impossible, I would say, actually. So there's always going to be people that aren't going to like what you do. And, you know, you can't do anything about that, really. So I just have to do what I do and, and be happy with that. And I'm always, you know, there is a part of you that's always self-critical anyway. I think we're, we're far worse critics to ourselves than anyone else could be. So I think probably wanting to get my head around that and being less critical of myself um, would be a good start. But, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm much better at taking criticism from other people these days. And, um, yeah, I try not to pay too much attention to it. What was your favourite toy growing up? Well, I grew up kind of predominantly in the 80s. I was born in 77. I grew up predominantly in the 80s. There was loads of good toys in the 80s. So the Transformers I loved. And then there was this cartoon called Mask, which was on. And the toys, off-spin toys from that were fantastic. They were these different vehicles. And then you had a, a figure and they had a mask on them. Um, and each one was different. And there was like, each of the vehicles kind of transformed into sort of more of a military style. So you'd have like... um a car that could fly. So yeah, I would say they were they were definitely up there. But yeah, those and Transformers. What makes you happy? Uh, well, I guess the obvious ones, things like spending time with my family and 
walking and listening to music, watching films, those kind of things. But I think predominantly what makes me most happy is connecting and talking to to people. I think that's probably, and I've particularly realised that in the last couple of years, maybe it's doing the podcast, for example, and needing that every week. But yeah, that form of communication, learning from other people and just having that sort of that connection with others, that that's probably where I'm, I'm the most happy. Work hard or play hard? Work hard is probably my thing. Um, yeah, I like working hard. I like doing lots of different work projects. So yeah, that would be definitely my go-to. Do you believe in fate? I do, actually. I think there's, you know, there's a big thing to be said for sort of serendipity. Uh, I think things happen. I think the world can be very magical sometimes. And uh, and again, we've had this conversation with many people on the podcast who have met other people or have been put in a situation by chance or anything, and it's led to some amazing things. So, yeah, I think there is a there is something to be said for fate. So, yes. What three episodes of your podcast would you recommend to new subscribers? Well, this is a really tricky one because because of what the, the, the podcast has developed into, there's so much for different people. So, but I think if I was just to sort of choose three off the bat, not that I don't have favourites because they've all been really enjoyable and everyone, I can honestly genuinely say everybody we've had on or every guest has been lovely, uh, genuinely lovely. But for conversations that I didn't know would go the way they they did. I would say we had an actress on called Sarah Barlondo, who was incredibly candid about an inc- a difficult moment in her life where she had a, a road traffic accident. And um, she'd been a professional tennis player at the time, and she thought she was going to lose her arm. And um, she spoke so candidly and genuinely about it. And it was uh, it was quite an emotional episode. So that one would be up there. And a similar, in fact, just last week, we've had head of Kick It Out development, uh, a guy called Troy Townsend, who came on and just really opened up about the loss of his son, Curtis, who died at the age of 19 in a car accident and and how that led to him sort of just thinking about taking his own life because he was in such a, a dark place. And again, it's just knowing that we were able to facilitate that conversation for him and to allow him the time and space to open up about it. So that was really beautiful. And then one of my favorite guests for sure was um, Dawn French, who was just a, just a bundle of joy. So I'd probably recommend those three. What do you do when your mind goes blank? I'm still trying to work that out. Actually, uh, we're a hundred episodes in and we've had lots of great advice and there's bits of advice from each episode that I've, tried to put into my life a little bit more but now i think yeah i guess things i things i really take away from from advice we've been given for going blank uh one of the big ones again it was dawn french who said to lean into those moments and to really kind of drive through the treacle um that was a good one and then you know just things like just putting in place kind of mindfulness and you know, I said earlier, like walking is a big thing for me. So going for walks and trying to clear my mind and not sometimes not trying to fight these feelings too much and just let them kind of wash over you a little bit. 
uh, and then just gives itself some time and space to recuperate and rest and hopefully your mind will start firing again. That's all the questions completed. How did you find the experience? Oh, I enjoyed it very much. It was lovely to be asked some really, really unique questions. So thank you. Thank you again, Giles, for being a guest on Podcaster. It was nice to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcaster. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and review. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterPod. This podcast was brought to you by the Chancer Collective. Take care and until next time, goodbye.